Hey folks, welcome to Human Performance Bytes. Bill Gates, the former CEO of Microsoft and one of the richest men in the world, said that he reads about 50 books each year. Legendary investor Warren Buffett gave the following advice when asked about the importance of reading. Read 500 pages every day. That's how knowledge works. It builds up like compound interest. Everybody can read what I read. It's a level playing field. All of you can do it but I guarantee not many of you will do it. For me, reading has always been a superpower. I've been able to learn from mentors whom I've never met by reading autobiographies, taught myself how to scale every element of a business, and grown as a person by applying what I've learned from books. I routinely read two to three books each week, and did so during my time working as a surgeon, and now as a CEO of a tech business. Each of the following eight tips are things that I have used to improve my reading consistency and my reading technique, and allow me to read and learn regardless of how busy I am. Tip one is to shift your mindset away from the traditional way that we perceive books. When I was younger, I treated books like they were sacred. I'd read a single book at a time and push through to finish it before starting a new one. I would also be precious with the book and be careful not to damage the cover, and I certainly wouldn't annotate the pages. There are two reasons to read. Firstly, for enjoyment, and secondly, to learn or to be inspired. Enjoyment is usually fiction books, and learning is typically non-fiction. If I don't find a fiction book enjoyable, I'll put it down and read something else. I treat non-fiction books more like reference tools, and I won't worry about skipping sections I find boring or not finishing the entire book. The key takeaway here is you don't always need to read the entire book to extract its value, and it's fine to skim long sections of description to get to the most enjoyable or useful sections. Depending on a book's quality, I'll either read all of it or skim my way through it more quickly when there's not much helpful content or I'm finding it less well written and a little bit boring. Some books only have one or two main ideas that are valuable. I'll bookmark these, note them down and move on. This leads on to tip number two, which is to choose books to read which are of most interest to you and that you'll enjoy. I used to feel like I had to read certain well-known books like War and Peace or Sapiens rather than jumping into a self-development book or reading the Discord series by Terry Pratchett. You don't have to read so-called classics unless you're genuinely interested in the topic, and it's fine to put them down if you get bored. If you're just starting off and are not a consistent reader, my tip here is not to jump directly into long classical books like Crime and Punishment, but to start off with something you're excited to read, whether non-fiction or fiction. And yep, Harry Potter really is that good. If I'm reading a fiction book for fun, I'm fine with not reading every single word and skimming over long descriptive sections or conversations to advance the narrative more quickly. For non-fiction, once I've chosen a book that is relevant to what I want to learn, I focus on the most relevant sections of that book. When opening a book, I'll read the table of contents once and skim the text for a high-level overview. Then, I'll read the first and last sections of the book with any other chapters of interest. Finally, I'll focus on the chapter that interests me the most and read it closely. If the book offers clear value and is well-written with practical examples, I'll likely read every page. But for many books, it's helpful to think of yourself as a gold miner if you have to. You're looking for that one valuable nugget to move your life or your business forward. Tip number three is that it's fine to read multiple types of books at once. Going back to what I said earlier, the traditional mindset of reading is that you read a single book at a time before moving on to the next. You might work your way through a fiction title you enjoy, then read a business book, and then read a self-development book. This slows down that initial skim over the book described in point two, and means you might never get around to reading a book lower down on your reading list. I'm currently reading about five books at once, all of different styles and genres. I'll read through pages of business books in the morning around topics I'm currently working on. I'll read fiction books like the Expanse series, which I'm currently reading through on weekends. 
and I love to read autobiographies of successful people before I go to sleep each night to get me inspired for the following day. By mixing up genres like fiction, biographies and self-development, it keeps reading fun and reduces the chance you'll stop reading completely if you find one book a bit hard work or boring. Tip four is you should get a Kindle and Audible. Research from the National Endowment for the Arts showed that people who use e-readers and listen to audiobooks read about 50 to 100% more than those who read using physical books alone. This is almost certainly a function of convenience and accessibility, as Kindle and audiobooks allow us to access our books from anywhere at any time. Now, I like to read physical books too, but I also have a Kindle and an Audible account. I'm happy reading books on the Kindle app on my phone, if I only have a short time between meetings, and if I'm traveling and don't want to lug around lots of physical books, I'll take my Kindle Paperwhite. Both Kindle and Audible allow you to highlight paragraphs, bookmark pages, and export to notes. Kindle also shows you your personal reading insights and streaks to help make things more like a game, and Kindle and Audible integrate so you can read and listen at the same time. Tip five is to split books up based on their page number and set yourself a goal to hit a certain number of pages each day. For example, if you pick up a 200 page book you want to read every page of in the next five days, dividing 200 by five gives you a daily page goal of 40 pages per day for five days. You can further break this down by splitting your reading sessions between morning and afternoon so that you then have a goal of 20 pages when you wake up and 20 pages when you get into bed at night. I use this method all the time and I'll routinely look at how many pages are in a book and the sections that I wish to read and will then challenge myself to hit my daily page goal. This breaks reading down into more manageable bite-sized reading sessions and means you're more likely to find time for reading knowing that you can get through 20 pages in an hour. If I want to hack things even further, I'll mix up short 100-page books with longer books as finishing a book gives me a sense of reward when I've learned something from it and I put it onto my bookshelf. Yeah, I'm a baby and this is applying game design to reading to help form a habit. And if you want to get really focused, you can even set yourself a book goal for the year and then break this down by the total number of pages across all the books on your reading list. Tip number six follows on from tip five and is to build out a daily reading routine to help you avoid distractions and stay consistent. I used to read exclusively at night and now I have protected time when I read as soon as I wake up at weekends and embedded into my sleep wind down routine. When I wake up, I have my Kindle or the physical version of a book I'm reading on my bedside table and I'll spend the first 20 to 30 minutes of my day reading through a set number of pages. This is typically a non-fiction business book to help me creatively attack work that day. I might then pop on an audible audio book of either the same book or a different one if I head to the gym or to grab a coffee and walk. I then integrate reading into my sleep wind down routine every evening when I'll usually read an autobiography to give me some inspiration for the following day until I feel tired and fall asleep. To remove any barriers, I'll keep my Kindle charged by my bedside table and I'll switch off my phone and pop on some lo-fi reading music. In the evenings, I usually spend 30 minutes to an hour till I fall asleep, but might stay up later if a book has really grabbed my attention. If you prefer reading during the daytime, you might want to carve out a reading nook or a comfy space where you can go to read, where you can place your Kindle or books. Just like going to the gym regularly, I might also take a break from this routine for a week after finishing a book to mix things up and change the times that I read to keep things interesting. If I'm traveling, I'll make a conscious effort to read some pages on the plane or while waiting for that flight. Point seven is to increase the speed at which you get through books and be okay with skimming. 
Skimming is reading rapidly in order to get a general overview of the material. To increase your reading speed, pay attention to your eyes. Most people can skim in 1.5 inch chunks, which, depending on the font size and type of text, usually comprises three to five words each. Rather than reading each word individually, move your eyes in a scanning motion, jumping from a chunk of three to five words to the next chunk of words. Take advantage of your peripheral vision to speed up around the beginning and the end of each line, focusing on blocks of words rather than the first and last words. Pointing your finger or a pen at each chunk of words will help you learn to move your eyes quickly over the text, and it will encourage you to not sub-vocalize as you read. Sub-vocalization means silently pronouncing each word in your head as you read and will slow you down and distract you from the author's main points. Audible is great for speed reading too. If I'm out and about, I'll switch the playback speed to 1.3 or 2, which reduces the time to finish the book, but it's not too quick that I might miss any key points. Even if I do miss something, I don't feel guilty and I'll quickly skim read the section in the physical book or on my Kindle, whether it's fiction or non-fiction. Point eight is to leverage book summary tools and recommendation tools to help speed up your reading even further. I use Blinkist to provide text and audio summaries of popular books. Just like the Kindle store, Blinkist also provides recommendations based on the types of books you read. If I'm struggling with the book, I might hop into Blinkist and read the concise summary to save time. The recommendation tools in Kindle and Blinkist help me to select books I know I'll enjoy reading. Blinkist can also quickly send notes and blinks to Evernote with appropriate tags to complement my Kindle highlights. I also use an app called Readwise as a recommendation tool and a way to quickly browse books. Readwise connects to your Kindle account and reminds you about highlights from the books you've read and it will also recommend sections from books you haven't yet read which you might find useful. So those are my eight tips on how to read more effectively. Remember, reading is meant to be fun and it's fine to skim sections and put down a book if you don't find it interesting. Most importantly, turn reading into a habit and read regularly. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that bite, be sure to check out the longer dive on my YouTube channel by going to www.verti.com forward slash Alex or follow me on socials at Alexander F. Young. Keep learning, stay productive, and I'll catch you again next time.